Hey, how's it going, everybody? This is LinkedIn with Bill. Alright, let's hop right into it. Uh, things have been kind of down lately. I mean, it, it's hard to get around, of course, but I just, I miss the old days now. I'm starting to miss the old days on Twitter. Even in my personal life, like, my friends just, none of us are really hanging out right now. We We can't, you know, so... That's just how it's going. I hope everyone's doing all right tonight. But let's go ahead and jump into it. So let's talk about price for a second. Bitcoin, it's, I don't know what it's doing. I don't think it wants up. Like, I still don't think Bitcoin really wants up. I think this is just selling, like a good selling opportunity. The reason I think that is because why... Why would anyone want to hold this right now? Everyone wants cash. A lot of people, guys, a lot of people lost their job. And you have to be rational in any kind of market, right? So how are you going to just say? Yeah, it's ridiculous how I've seen people say that unemployment is priced in. I don't see how it could be possibly priced in. Because at this point, there's still some form of government stimulus. But what's going to happen as a dollar value... Well, okay, <laughs> that that brings me to the second part. But what I'm saying, it, like, right now, because I think there's going to be another massive drop in the stock market before we enter the inflation period that I've, that I've of course, been talking about for a while, that I expect to happen. Because all the other dollar denominations are, they're pretty trash. But the dollar, luckily, is strong. And so when you have all these different things tied to the dollar because of Bretton Woods, then you can't really get around any of this stuff. Now, what Bret- the Bretton Woods agreement was is back in like the 1940, late 40s, early 50s, I think. It was trying to figure out, it was a battle essentially between which dollar would be the dollar, like the world dollar that everyone could look to and say, this is the one that the world believes in essentially. And so, two communists, like, these people legitimately praised uh, communism because they went over there and they they pulled some North Korea stuff or they were just actual, like, they're the kind of communists that everyone warned you about in the 60s, right? They were actually trying to do something bad. I don't know. But anyways, like, they were literal communists, and they said every single dollar is going to be tied to the U.S. dollar, because the U.S. dollar at the time was actually strong, right? It was tied to gold, so it it held value, and then we got Nixon in there, one second, we got Nixon in there, and he said, here's what we're going to do, we're getting rid of the gold standard, you're this dollar is going to be tied to oil, which is ridiculous. And then the that's whenever everything changed, really. And that's when we started experiencing the initial inflation because the dollar lost a lot of value. No one want people at the time realized they didn't want to hold the dollar. Now they wanted to hold gold. And for a while, for a long time in the U.S., holding gold was actually illegal. You couldn't do it. So a lot of people got screwed if they were in, obviously, like, cash and stuff as we went through that inflation period. But to get back to what I was saying 
is that's that why I'm explaining the Bretton Woods agreement is because that's essentially the bullish case for Bitcoin. Is that could be the bullish case for Bitcoin. Is that this is going to be the world currency now. Because if we're just printing money now, like Steve Mnuchin, we have uh, Jay Powell, all of these people saying there's unlimited liquidity, uh, stimuluses don't mean a thing, unemployment numbers don't mean a thing. What is the dollar worth? So there's a chance that the number could go up, but it's not necessarily that the number is going up. It's that the U.S. dollar value is going down. And so they'll start printing money and money and money, and all these assets will just become overinflated bubbles that are never, they're not coming down under this, the current, like, fiat system, right? So... We've we've seen it happen in Venezuela, in Zimbabwe, my a hundred trillion Zimbabwe dollars, right? Yeah, just imagine if we had we were walking around in like a thousand dollar U.S. dollar, it, it really just represented one dollar now, and now that may be I don't know I don't know what inflation is gonna look like I know we're gonna experience we can't not experience experience it at this point. It's ridiculous to expect us not to experience it at this point, but it's hard for me personally to say how bad it could possibly be. But all right, moving on from that a little bit. Just I'm watching Bitcoin, seeing what's going to happen. But uh okay. So one thing I want to mention myself too that I've been thinking about is it's a lot easier on podcasts to kind of talk I think it'd be cool to get different people in the Chainlink community or really in the crypto Twitter community just having conversations. We can record it and stuff and put it out as a podcast because it's it's hard to explain how you really feel on Twitter on certain subjects, right? You can get a you can get maybe five or six sentences in at the most. Not even that really. Just a few. Depending on how, well, I guess, how specific you are with your sentences. Like, if you don't have run-ons and stuff, I don't fucking care about run-ons. But anyways, it's a lot easier to talk th- just like this. Just like this. And obviously, as you can tell on my Twitter, I do a lot of talking. But I, it's a lot easier for me to explain my points of view talking like this. So, that's why I want to talk about that to lead into Chainlink and how someone like me really got into Chainlink. Like, what made me personally realize Chainlink was going to be big? Why it's going to matter in the business industries and stuff where it can automate a bunch of jobs way, essentially. And the thing is, it's Chainlink is decentralized, right? That's what all this crypto stuff is about. That's what all of it's about, is being decentralized. It's not reliant on one company dedicating a bunch of man hours because say with this someone fills out their smart contract and they select their oracle past that point the person doing it does not have to worry at all as long as he and we have mixed pools of of course and we have different levels of security so there's no risk it's trustless is yeah i mean that's what they that's what crypto is supposed to be it's supposed to be trust it's supposed to make a trustless environment 
and that's what that's what chain link really does it <laughs> when you're talking to people and they don't understand crypto at all and then you throw a word like trustless out there they don't know how to react but when you kind of break it down this way that's what i've been finding is that it's a lot easier for someone to understand because a lot of people in crypto are very high iq right like there's a lot of people who guys this is why everyone jokes around saying we're autists and stuff but we're we're very well functioning autists <laughs> like seriously we're we're smart people and so a lot of times it's hard to communicate but me I'm pretty smart, and I, I don't like bragging numbers, but I've done a lot of drugs, so I kind of equaled out. <laughs> and so it's, for me, trying to explain to someone, the best way is like, so one company, usually on a regular contract, they need all this information to feed some kind of data stream, and it's got a, it takes a bunch of energy out of one company, and that one company itself makes it centralized. And although maybe there's like a few more companies on a big scale doing these price, like giving people these this data they need, it's it's still going to be centralized. Whereas Chainlink, there's a bunch of different node operators. Uh, I don't know the exact numbers on how many nodes Chainlink looks to get up to one day, but I know because of the way Chainlink breaks down, there's 16 decimal points on a one Chainlink token. So you can... Essentially, if the they're trusted enough, these people who hold like, I don't if the that's the plan is to get hundreds of thousands of nodes, then I. It that alone, either way, it completely destroys this idea that you need all these people stuck in offices and stuff. Whenever you can dish it out, you're not even worrying about it because that's actually on the smart contract. Like, you made your selection, you went through and found everything that you wanted that fit your needs, and then you had it. And so, I mean, think of the hundreds of thousands of people who are just sitting there inputting data all the time. Now, although, of course, there are regular APIs and stuff, right? APIs feed data to oracles. They, it's hard for a lot of them to communicate, and these companies getting access to different APIs... Whereas this is decentralized, and we're already... We, Chainlink is partnered with Google and Amazon and Microsoft, right? So, these are the these are the data providers of the world. So, we've got a lot of things covered on that. So, we don't have to worry about all these different loopholes and the amount of energy and time from these specific things. And that's what decentralization is, in essence is it takes away the idea that we need one massive corporate corporation because we see what happens is the, the those corporations always become super greedy and they they took and unfortunately guys that is there's an aspect of ca of capitalism to that but of course we've been getting these bailouts and all this stuff so that's not it's not really capitalism when it gets to that point but they could do it because there wasn't technology and no one could really stop them, right? Unless we went full on authoritarianism and like a, a real communist, it's state owned. We'd it'd still be centralized, but it wouldn't be what we know today. 
it'd be a lot more different. It'd be the government owned and everything is, everything is America. The leaders are, are Senate, whatever, right? So that, that would be the main difference is that it would just be right there in your face, but it would be the state who had the power originally and not corporations kind of competing to own the state that has full power. And that, that's been the difference now. But now we have technology where it decentralizes that. And we don't have to rely on one corporation. We can support our own supply chains, right? IoT data is going to be everywhere. Like the sensors and stuff. I'm, just, I'm rambling at this point. But this is my... I, <laughs> I said this is how to explain it to so like people that are pretty dumb or not dumb but like can't understand it but like geez i just get so lost and i'm sure that's a lot of our problems i guess maybe it's good that we have twitter so we don't have to have problems like this whenever you start to and that's my that's what that's how i came to realize Chainlink would be so big and that's how i am now because of it is like i just want to explain it to people and there's so many different things that decentralization and blockchain technology and Chainlink too, as an Oracle service, what they offer to the world. I think we're living in exciting times, guys. If we can just get through all of this, what's happening right now, a lot of people think this is what's going to be the, what brings on blockchain. And I think that'd be cool. I'm not betting on anything like that right now, right? Like I'm not going to hope for one side or another. I just want to get through this. But it's some cool stuff out there. <laughs> oh, here's something cool. Chainlink was actually one of the top 10 ERC20 projects in terms of development for last month. Even though when I see people call Chainlink an ERC20 token, I know it's an ERC677, right? But I don't know why everyone calls it an ERC20. I don't know if it is, I, I saw that, like, I was reading up on it, and I guess it's, be, I guess they say it's because it ha holds the same token dynamics as, I'm going to keep making myself sound stupid if I talk about that, because I don't know, honestly, I don't know, but guys, thanks for listening to me ramble on about Chainlink and just blockchain technology in general. Y'all stay safe out there. Have as much fun as you can. Keep your head up. It's it's pretty rough out there right now. I know a lot of people mentally are having just a tough time dealing with the anxiety and the fear of what's coming next. We just got to take it one day at a time. All right, guys. Take, take it easy.